Let me go in and tell you, we, we're speaking a different language in relationships that we couldn't speak whenever we were in the tender years. Mm. And, 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 yes. and, and not to say that it's still not difficult to understand each other, but then it has taken years, me being married 20 years, and I still get things wrong. But when I get them right, it's game time. That's right. It's right. Community. It's right. It's, it's game time. Family. It's game time. Awareness. There are moments when game time gets serious. And always remember, good luck and Godspeed. Godspeed. Live. Let me go in and tell you, Coach, we finally back at our normal, normal time. And it feels good to be back at our normal time, Coach, to be able to just sit back, relax, and actually record. Right. In the middle of the week. In the middle of the week. Because, you know, something about recording in the middle of the week. You kind of go in and get to hit some of them sports that Sunday, it's already passed. You know what I'm saying? So then it's truly kind of a recap of some things that happen that you kind of need to know like right now. Yeah, absolutely. And and when you're in the middle of the week, you can compile all of your information, all your facts, pull all those things together, and you can help to bridge the gap. To get to Thursday and Friday. Yes, 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 So people yes, can yes, actually yes, start yes. drawing conclusions however they want to right. about what's going to happen Thursday right. and Friday. So right. being in the right. middle of the week is really good because, hey, we're bridging that gap. Man, look, I'm going to tell you this. A uh, couple of things um, just to kind of go ahead and hop into it full blown. There is a such thing as having secrets, Coach. Is there? I mean, like... In, in, like, in, in this modern time that we live, there's a such thing as a secret. Social media... Didn't catch this until yesterday. What? Now, we all seen Deion Sanders. Oh, yes. Now, Deion Sanders was in a wheelchair. They go ahead and talked about all of the things that happened to him. He actually, uh, and, 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 and I'm going to go ahead and tell you this. I don't know if this is exactly what it was, but the man suffered from a lot of turf toe. Oh, okay. absolutely. And I'm Over talking about years. through his career. I mean, um, I go in and blame Jerry Jones. I'm just, I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you that. Look, uh, the the man was what was full blown, but Turf Toe actually go ahead and gave him a lot of issues, and he went inside for a procedure. Uh, said that he was having uh, some procedure on his toe or or, or something. When it came back, have him watch out for blood clots and mm-hmm. so on, so on, and then after the surgery said that his toe was turning black. Wow. Okay, so after they try to go and do a couple of things and find out yesterday, tell me why this man is missing his big toe and the toe next to it. I don't even know what that toe is called, Coach. Coach, all I, all I can tell you is that my man can no longer say he's ten toes down. Right, he right. He can no longer I mean, say that. And and no matter what the issues that you know helped to get him to that point at some point as a person let me just say is my life's on the line or right. is it jeopardy for me hey i gotta take you know a stand and say you know what no nah, i got to get this looked at this something else is going on because actually you know when and you're a little bit better astute than i am when it comes to this coach you know when you start seeing your toe turn black that means that there's no blood flow right 
Right. You know, there is no blood flow. We know something ain't right. Right. Something okay. is something is absolutely going wrong. And at that point, you know, when they said that they had to, you know, take off, you know, his big toe, and I'm like you, I don't even know the name of the toe next to it, but that one too, oh man, that it was had to jerky. be something close to death. For someone to go ahead and say, Mr. Dion Sanders or Mr. Sanders, we can't save you. Now, which one you want? You want to lose the toe or lose your life? Right. So, let's go ahead and talk about mentally. And 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 and, and I don't I don't even want to go and get too deep. But then, as I'm reflecting in my life of saying, I know that there are a lot of people out there that have to amputate their leg. And I, I've never went through that. But this is a prime athlete, the fastest man, technically. That, that 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 walked on the earth. Right. I mean, like Absolutely. he is when it comes running to- at speeds, so he knows what that means to never run. Fa- Look, he, he he's older than us. He's not going to be you, you know running into that thing. But that has to be a different mindset to say I'll never run like that again and coach i think the one thing that he can definitely lean on and it's helped him out tremendously is his abilities to to know uh not only who he is as an individual but to know who he is in god now yes and having that as an ability to be able to deal with some things that normally would take out most men he has found great resilience and great strength to be able to use this as a personal testimony, not only to help him, but to also help his family, yes. help his, you know, his yes. children. As a matter of fact, he has three children that's playing ball at Jackson State right now. And, and, you and, know, and exactly. So, he, he he's also going in, and um, his daughter has just just signed for basketball. Also, and 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 I'm going to tell you this, you know, going through the 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 evolution of man. At first, you are the the rookie or at first you are the student or mm-hmm. and then you progress to being the teacher right. you progress to being the coach you progress to being to the leader he athletically he has gone ahead his time of being the superior athlete has gone ahead and and and, and came at a sunset and, and here's the thing even knowing that he'll never be able to not be that superior athlete. Right, right. And because even he, he, because he can't do it physically anymore. Anymore. They still know. They that's and that's the key. Everybody still knows that a dog is a dog is a dog. And it don't matter if that dog got three legs or it's got all four. That's some a gun when it's ready to turn on, it turns on. Let me go ahead and tell you a very powerful word um, that somebody told me one time is witness. Mm. Being a witness. Yes. That's saying that you were there, you saw it, you felt the experience enough to tell somebody else. And I'm going to tell you this. Every time Deion Sanders touched it and he was running back, I was I still see him dancing. Oh, I, I, I still see the dance before he even go and got in there. What? Like his athletic prowess 
and, 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 and I hate to even go ahead and say it like it's some funeral, like, 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 because it lives in my mind just like it was yesterday. I mean, he is a part of my top 10 NFL stars. And I'm, because I didn't play when Jim Brown, I saw some black and white, but I'm talking about in my era, I still remember him at the 49ers. I still remember him at the Cowboys. I still remember him at um, the Falcons. Yes. I still remember those things. Now, he was kind of on the Wainer side when he went to Baltimore. He only right. played a certain things, but at the same time, he always had that charisma and he always had that character. And one of the things, Coach, that I can definitely say that really is um, amazing for me is his IQ. Yes. His yes. IQ is absolutely amazing. He is as sharp as sharp would possibly come when it comes down to being that guy on the field. I can still remember when he decided to go and play for the San Francisco 49ers and he and Andre Risen are having a battle that turned into a slap boxing match right there on the field. And not long after that, I see him high-stepping down the sideline because in the back of his mind, yes. going back to the original statement about him being the man, yes. him being prime time, when you can look at somebody and tell somebody, this is my house. Right. This is my house. I built this. Right. So you can imagine him being a player and being on tens. Now he's coaching and he's on tens. So where does this witness that he has now take this Jackson State team that was 11-2 and two last year? Right. Where does it take him to right now? Mm. Because you've not seen the best out of Jackson State yet. Right, right. They're, they're, they're still building momentum. Right. And it's because of his abilities to get his guys to believe in what he says and they have bought solidly in not only to the words but into the character of this man that is leading them on that sideline every single week every single day and because he's there guess what it makes everybody better and hey sometimes God has to use some mm. incredible things yes. and some incredible difficulties in all of our lives yes. so that he gets glory out of it but that other people might have a story that blesses them to push forward in spite of anything that comes their way. And so to coach Deion Sanders and his Jackson State Tigers, I can't help but to say everything from this point can't go anywhere right up. Look, 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 I'm a fan. I want to go ahead and say just congratulations to 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 how he has 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 handled this as a man. Oh man. It, it has has not he it came out yesterday and this is something that happened during the season. Like this was something that happened long ago, yes, but now sir. he's walking. Right. That's why I said that there is the ability to have secrets even like, like, I mean, so you're seeing him in the wheelchair and you're like, oh, wait. but to, to go ahead and know that and saying, hey, I didn't see this man walk. I didn't see this man go ahead and recover. And I didn't see this man. Thank God for every day. Doc, it's going from virus to victory. Right. And, you know, having oh. to deal with that. Oh, the way that he has been able to deal with it. And man, he has worn that mantle 
better than anybody else that I have seen wear a mantle of actually having to go through such tragedy and trials. Uh, I want to go back and say that maybe uh, who was coaching the Indianapolis coach a couple of years ago? Um, um, yes, 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 yes. You know, I, I, I remember. Yeah, I, I remember. You know, and so he wore very well, you know, as a as a coach. But Coach Sanders took it to another level to be able to do it the way that he did and continue to coach his team yes. while dealing with it. His own adversity. Yes. You know, and it says a lot about the psyche. You talked about, you know, as a man, how yes. do we respond as men to certain things happening to us? Because as a matter of fact, for most of us, if we'll tell the truth, it will make make us feel less manly because something is not the way it's supposed to be. Something has weakened us. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And the last thing a man want to feel is weakness. Yes. Because he wants to expel it off. But I'm going to tell you this, um, you know, other things that that just in the midweek um, coming into this, we see that uh, Russell Wilson then found a new home. Man, you know what? I I, I was a I'm disappointed in Seattle. Yes, I'm very disappointed in Seattle. This man has given you blood, sweat, tears, has played with a well, last year, as a matter of fact, split finger, yes, everything else everything like that, um, through injury, um, has been nothing but a total character guy. Yes, has uh, given I mean, me no problem. You can't, like, literally, his life. I, I even hate to use these words. It seems fake because mm. because. Everything is like picture perfect. Have you seen him on interviews? Yes. Have you seen him I mean, he just like with his kid? Yeah. Like 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 with his wife. You know, it seems like nothing can go wrong. And then next thing you know, you're going to to Denver. Now I'm not saying anything about Denver. I am. Uh, uh, <laughs> but but it just it's gonna be different for me to see those colors on him. Now I had a lot of my friends. Uh, Mr. Andre Williams said, "Man, what you thought he was coming to the Saints?" I knew that we didn't have the supporting cast to for somebody to go in and come to come here and want to go there, and we didn't have the draft stock and, to and, go ahead and do that, and we didn't have the money. Right. So it, it, it was a lot of things that we just didn't have. And the greater chances of getting him would have been the year before they got Jameis Winston. Right. Right. You and, know that would have been opportunity, but you, you know, barring all the other things, yes, yes. that would have been ideal because now you got talent that can play with him and around him. Now, now in it. Um, just to kind of go ahead and go into this, Seattle releases uh, what is Bobby that? Bobby Wagner. Wagner. Now he is like he's a dude. Now a whole dude. I, I I I heard that his contract wasn't friendly to the cap, but then at the same time, let's look at a couple of things because I know we're going to go and get into our our segment for today. But just to kind of go ahead and look at what they receive. One, they received um, Seattle received Drew Locke. Okay, you was like okay, well. Drew Locke. Now, a lot of people was like, well, Drew Locke was pretty good. Well, uh, are you going to build a team around him? Right. And, and, and then they receive a defensive line, Shelby Harris. Now, I don't really know Shelby Harris. I, I mean, I, I, I know he, 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 he's definitely a good player to be a starter. But I believe that this was a part of a little bit of dead weight or a, not dead weight, but but um, what we call that um, dead money, money like like it's some money that goes into this trade that they needed off their books if they were going to go ahead and make sure that they have this as well. Now I do know who Noah Fan is, right? Okay, now now that's, that's a, a pickup. Okay, now that's a that pickup. is a pickup. Yeah. All right. But then 
They get two first round picks, two second round picks, and a fifth round pick. Now, I'm going to tell you this, coach. You ready for this? I'm going to go ahead and hit you with something pretty real. You know where them picks come from, most of them? The Jets. Do you remember when when the Jets, okay, they got back to get Adams. They gave the house away. Yeah, wait for him. Sure did. They end up getting Adams, and they gave up the house, and they needed them picks back. And they said, my brother, somebody got to fall on this sword. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to tell you who really feels bad right now. Let me go ahead and first and foremost, I just left from the Jets. Adams got to feel like, bruh. Like for real. We just went from sugar to Mm. real quick. Yeah. Right? So now, you know who else feeling pretty bad? DK. Yes. He's oh. got to be the sickest man. So sickest man in Seattle right now. So now I'm I'm trying to figure out how in the world am I doing this, man? I mean, like you 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 tell me we're building something good. I mean, Pete Carmichael and not Pete Carmichael, but um Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll like 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 he's this guy. Well, guess what? He's getting older. They're about to move to a different level. Bruh, as soon as I'd heard all this was going on, if I was Pete Carroll, I'd have been just like uh, a good comedian. I throw the mic down. Yes. I walk off stage. I, I, I literally have to say I'm out. You know, I, I just I just can't, don't have it in me. You know how they do it in track when they retire? They leave their shoes on the, on track. the track. You know what I'm saying? I would have took off them shoes on the sideline, and that would have been the last thing that they'd go ahead and see right yes, there. Yes, sir. Okay. I, 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 because because I, I can you, make more, more money going and do TV, and I you, can't do this crap. If you ask me, Russell. Extended Pete Carroll's uh, um, like coaching oh, he career. Did. He really did. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about coming from USC. The only reason because when he left USC, oh, okay, let me go ahead and really put it into into out of bounds. He was ran out from USC because certain violations were happening. Absolutely. And then they said you're 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 coming. You got to go. You got to go. Yeah. And thank goodness he go ahead and hits up on his job. He, he, he was a new age guy, but things didn't go ahead and start getting right until old boy from Stanford just says, hey, man, I'm pretty good. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and ultimately, I think that Seattle owes Russell. <laughs> and, and, and people was like, man, why were you going to say they don't, they don't owe him nothing? No, he brought you through a lot of times. And it seems like they're going to get a deal out of this thing. Did you see what, what Aaron Rodgers is going to get, like $50 million per year? Did you see this? I didn't see it. I, was, I knew it's that. four it- years, $200 million, and he said he's not saying yes to that yet. He will be the highest paid ever. So now, Aaron Lying Rodgers. Aaron non-vaccinated, but I didn't say it like that. Right. Rogers. Hmm. But we just going to look over there. Yeah, right. And, and he's going to get $50 million. I, 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 Coach, let, let me just drop this in real quick. I, I heard, you know, we just talking about Pete Carroll violations. We just talked about Aaron Rodgers and what he did. And I'm still confused because at some point we continue to gloss over people who have these violations and have done oh. these things, and they get a second chance. So, but Coach Browse, and I hate to go back to this, mm. who 
gets acquitted basically of all of the exonerated of all of these different things that were said or done. Right. And he can't have a chance to coach football. Hmm. That's not just an interesting thought. I'm not, and again, I'm not agreeing with it. Right. You know, I'm just right. pointing out that there are similarities. Yes. And so when people start looking at certain aspects of certain things on a character level, then you mean to tell me he deserves? I mean, he's a hell of a football player. Yes, he is. You know, but does he? He deserves fifty million dollars. I, I mean, look on the back end of his career. But people can go ahead and say things, but. You gotta you gotta beware of who's saying it, okay? Because most of your men of color analysts are saying it, but you know who's not saying it? The non-color or the non-color analysts yeah. are not saying, saying that he don't deserve it. See, see, it, it it seems like we're firm, fair, and consistent on this side. But then the inconsistency, they're consistently inconsistent on their side. They're saying Aaron Rodgers still can play, wait a minute, but then over here because, I mean, 50 million... I'm going to say years, this. Two hundred million dollars for an extension, Coach. But I feel bad for the guy. Love. He's he's probably not ready. But at the same time, Green Bay. I I didn't think that they were going to leave him, and he pouted and he did a lot of things. So, but here we go. But they forgave him. They have a sense of forgiveness for their own iconic heroes. True. Okay. I mean, um, even though this is not the first time we've seen this, I just call this Brett Favre 2.0. <laughs> I mean, is, is that is that night? Like, oh, that is like absolutely You got to beg me to go ahead and come here. Right. You you got you got to act like you love me. me. Yeah. You going you say you hate me. You gonna bet but, the farm on me. But but guess what? You finna pay me no yeah. matter what in the world. Okay. Now. Let's go ahead and, 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 and before we go ahead and get into the segment of, of truly trying to empower people in our thought process, <laughs> let's go ahead and talk about could be the dumb action of the week. Now, I'm going to make sure that I put an echo to that thing when I go and go through my edit. Yeah. The dumb um, action of, of the week. week. Coach, did you hear about a wide receiver? At um, the Falcons. Yes, I I did hear about um, this fella. This this guy Ridley. Uh, now I want to go ahead and kind of set it up earlier. He was going through some mental issue. Yes, issues, and he was away from the team. Mm-hmm. Okay, because the way they try to pan this out is we're talking about Pete Rose. That's what I'm kind of feeling like people betting on the game, people illegally doing this other stuff like this. This man has a salary that he's supposed to actually receive of eleven million dollars next year. Now, I would say, was he at a mental state that was not exactly himself? I would say yes. He bet. $1,500 on his own team to win. And he lost. First and foremost, he lost the $1,500 because it was some type of parlay like you had to do this, this, and this to go ahead and get the money. Right. So then he's on his phone. I think it was like DraftKings or whatever. And he makes this bet. And this was in the middle of the season. 
how did this come out? How did you find this? Of all the things in the world, this is the thing that comes out. The needle in the haystack. That that happened so many weeks ago that it has no relevance on what happened in the game because he couldn't play in the game and he didn't bet against his team to lose the game. He just made a bet on the game. Here we go. Now, the second issue that I have is you know the man was having some mental issues. When they say you have mental issues, that means you're not in your right mind. Absolutely. Do you know how long he's going to have to set out next year? Oh, I didn't hear the penalty, but I'm assuming, Coach, that it's more than half of the season. The whole year. He's going to have to miss the whole year. Whole year. Whole season. Whole season. And not get paid for the whole season for $1,500 that he lost. So, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. I'm I'm confused. Right, right. I I am confused. Yes. That that a player Mm. can say a game. Yeah. I didn't necessarily say I I wasn't vaccinated or I didn't put it in those terms, but it's all right for him Mm. to go get $50 million knowing that we were living in a national pandemic, a worldwide pandemic. He can lie. Yes. Get over it because of the choice of words that he decided to use. Yes. And go get paid $50 million. This man bet $1,500 on a game and is going to lose $11 million. I won't even go and get to another intense moment than that, Coach. $11 million. There are situations that we have had um, physical altercations with spouses. They've had physical altercations or drunk driving. They've had abuse of drugs, cocaine, and everything else, but they have never gone ahead and been a year suspension. They have sent individuals to rehab, rehab. But you're telling me $1,500 was the breaking point for the NFL to drop the hammer. On this man. Who has a one. who has a mental issue? Who 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 has that a documented? The team said that he needed some time yeah. away from football. You're telling me that this is the time to drop. If I had mental problems before me losing eleven million dollars, well, I don't know definitely. what in the world is going to happen after it's that. Definitely going to do it. And 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 here's the other thing: since there was no precedent for this, right? What what does your policy say? International Football League when it comes to gambling. Because, see, I've never really read the policies on gambling in the National Football League or whatever the case is. So, you mean to tell me that the rule is because you bet, you you sit out an entire, what is it, 17 game season now? You sit out 17 games, a whole calendar year of actually being able to participate on the football field for $1,500. Hell, you do better off, coach, just saying, hey, here's what you're going to do. Every single week for 17 weeks, you know what? You've got to find some family, some charity, some something Something. that you have to give back into. They even have 1-800 numbers for God Dog Gambling right now. You can write it off on your taxes. You can get counseling. You can go ahead and do a lot of things. Isn't this the same thing with drugs? Absolutely. But I will call it the Pete Rose rule. Since the MLB is enforcing it, 
We're going to force this thing to the max. What if it was more? It's to show everybody else a lesson. Wait a minute. You ain't show no lesson to these other folks. That's right. What, and, what, and, 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 and I'm talking about eight, eight games or four games rules. or whatever it is. Yes. And then you go before the appeals committee and they knock it down to two. Yes. Yes. And so, I, I look, so, look, so, is he, so is he going to be granted the same opportunity to go stand before an appeals committee and say, hey, this needs to be reduced? Because this doesn't make any sense. Yes. Yes, I'm, 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 it, it would have to be. It would have to be, and I'm, I'm hoping that that calmer minds will prevail. And we're not and saying that we concur or right. agree with gambling. That's not. Yes. We're just saying that the stupidity behind the punishment yes. doesn't really match what he did. I cannot blame a child whenever a child is in a childlike state. Because one, you're saying that his mental stability was not there. Yeah. And now he made some decisions during that time that we can't go ahead and prosecute in a full flown manner. Now, I can see if it was somebody else and it was like, oh, yeah, he did this on purpose and he knew what he was doing. Right. Right. Okay. so I'm going to tell you this this week. And this is why I love having this thing on Wednesday, because Ultimately, we get to go ahead and talk about the stuff in the midweek, and then you get to go in and go research some of this stuff, and it's it's more stuff to come. Because I'm going to tell you, um, the last thing I heard, Jimmy G was was trying to come to New Orleans. Um, I hope that that's not is, the case. Is that is that close to being? Solidify. I think it's between us and uh, and the Cardinals, and this must be telling me that Winston is not saying yes to some numbers of the New Orleans Saints because um, he only had a one year deal, right? He only had a one year deal, but let me tell you this: once individuals start cutting off and saying, "Hey, I'm not, uh, I'm I'm going back to Green Bay, I'm going to to the Broncos, or you know, some of your big fishes are leaving," a lot of people are still into the what we go in the market for quarterbacks. quarterbacks. So mm-hmm. here we go. Um, we wanted to go ahead and spend this second uh, session right here because we want to go ahead and talk about some habits that are important for us all to, how we can say, become more efficient in our lives. And I deal with kids every day, and these are all some examples that I kind of want to go ahead and set up that it maybe can go ahead and help older folks or it can help younger folks. But this is some things that I think, uh, as well as (laughs) some of the professionals believe that is a good idea to follow these. I want to go ahead and start off by giving a small introduction. You know, there's a, there's a difference between personality ethics and character ethics. Now, I want to go ahead and tell you this. Everything of these self-help things have gone ahead and pushed us to personality ethics. Yeah. See, you got to understand personality can be covered up. See, personality is the top of the tree. But when you go ahead and get to the character, you're talking about the, the roots. roots. Yeah. See, the roots, we have not attacked the roots but we're constantly saying, oh, look how green the leaves are. Well, guess what? Them roots at the bottom could go ahead and be dead and, 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 right. need, and need fertilizing. So this is talking about how can we fertilize the character or actually empower the character in these habits instead of just changing your, um, your personality. Because I can go and talk to talk and still have the same issues within 
to begin with. Okay. Now we want to go ahead and start with um, one. It starts off with, I'm telling you, be proactive. Now, we've always heard of these two words, proactive and reactive, mm-hmm. but we want to be proactive. proactive. Now, I'm going to tell you it has a definition there, and but I want to set it up first and foremost. Imagine there's a circle, okay? We have things that we cannot control. That's on the outside of your circle. We can't control the weather. We can't control like a, a lot of things. People's right. people's uh, opinions. actions, opinions, the news. news. We can't. Uh, we we cannot control that. But we have something that's called an inner circle. Mm-hmm. Okay, an inner circle is what we can control. And, and and guess what that is? That's our sales. sales yeah. We can control our behaviors. We can control everything that we want to be. Now. The difference between reactive and proactive is proactive. We're dealing with the things that we can control. And, and this is a before, yes. right now, before yes. it even gets yes. to this. But, 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 yeah, but anyway, yeah. reactive people deal with the things that they have no control over. Right. I don't have control over who got elected, but then I'm still upset. I have control of my mindset, of my attitude, of how I character uh, uh, like how I carry myself. See, reactive people on a sense are constantly stressed and complaining about things that they cannot go ahead and change. So we're trying to go ahead and find in this right here, being proactive of saying, let's deal with the things that we can deal with ourselves that we have control over. Right. Mm-hmm. So in it, can you go ahead and give me that definition that they're going to give us right here? Yes, sir. Proactive. You are the force for positive action in your life. You have to look at yourself and change actions that aren't helpful. Right. Right. And I'm talking about you have to go in and understand which one is reactive and which one is proactive. Some individuals can't even recognize what the reactive is. Okay, if something outside of your control comes up and it actually changes you, your inner core, it's changing your character, it's changing the roots in the tree, then guess what? Like, like you're reactive. Culturally, coach, in many situations, people are reactive because that's all they've ever seen. That's all they've yes. ever known. That's all they've ever done. So they have never been taught. Wait a minute. Maybe I need to stop for a moment. Think this thing through and see how everything kind of works out around me. I become a little bit more logical in my process when I'm able to stop and think a little bit. But for most people, because big mama was uh, uh you know a firecracker yes mama was a firecracker i'm gonna be a firecracker firecracker (laughs) right right along with them it feels comfortable right not understanding that that type of behavior only leads to you having greater stress greater problems greater traumas throughout the rest of your life and you're wondering why a lot of things that could be fixed and put in a certain area aren't it's because of how you responded to the situation to begin with right right The, the, the the toughest thing is we have to figure out how we can gain independence independence from our emotional 
like 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 these stressors. Yes. How can we go ahead and deal with this and still remain healthy mentally? And and, and one of the things, Coach, as a coach, you know, I know, other coaches know, people in general. The one thing that we do before we ever step out on a court, before we step out on a field, before we do anything, we always have a practice plan. Yes. Why? That practice plan is the preparation that we actually took the time to make sure that we are controlling the things yes. that we can control. I know the first 20 minutes of my practice are going to be stretches and agility. Right. I know that beyond a shadow of a doubt. Why? Because I control that. But if I don't come in with the plan and everything that I'm doing is I'm just reactive to what's going on around me, guess what I'm going to do? Every single time something happens, I'm going to overreact or react in a certain way that may not be conducive for what we're trying to actually center ourselves in. So I have to create a plan of action so that I can be proactive. So if this happens, I'm already a step ahead and I don't have to respond in an indignity. Right, right, right. I'm going to tell you this, coach. It's actually going, you're pressing us right into number two. And number two is titled what, um, Coach Claw? It's titled being with with the end in mind. See, every time you leave your house on a trip, guess what you already have as the target place? Mm. The end of the trip. See, it shows you how to get there. Okay, and this is very difficult for people to go ahead and realize. And guess what? I'm going to tell you um, in my time, my 20 years of coaching and my 20 years of teaching, I had to explain it like this to somebody. When you think of the end in mind, they said, Coach Bayon, I don't know what I want to be. And I explain it to them like this. I want you to think of your funeral. Mm. And I want you to go ahead and, and who do you want to be there? These are the people that you need to go ahead and love inside of your life. Yeah. What do you want them to say about you? These are the things that you want to do characterizing your life. See, I have to think from that point and travel backwards. Backwards. See, you got to understand that there are two things created. See, the mental of the plan and the active plan. The thought process when you formulate it Mm -hmm. and then the active of you doing it. Yes. Okay. So if I'm able to think of the end and I'm seeing the goal, if I know I'm going on a trip, nine times out of ten, I have to say, guess what I got to pack? Right. You're mentally unfolding the things that you need to do before you do Do them. them. Right? Yes, sir. So when you go ahead and have this, not only was I proactive on the things that I can go and control, now I'm setting a plan mentally so I can actually formulate a plan of because this is my desired goal. Right. This is what I want to do. Now, I don't want you to go ahead and come up with deciding in, in, in the end because I know how these young people all coach. <laughs> They're like, well, what do you want to go in and do in the end? I want to make money. Right. More make money. money. Plenty of money. I mean, Plenty of money. I want them women. You yeah. know what I, mean? <laughs> I want to have calls. Okay, let me go ahead and tell you. Sometimes 
you have to ask a different question because yes, the cars are going to come, money is going to come, those things. But when I'm talking about active in, I want to know, and that's why I use someone's funeral, is because I want to know what you want them to say about you. And one of the words I often uh, use, Coach, is legacy. What type of legacy do you want to leave? You know, how are people going to be able to respond to your name when you are gone? Or better yet, you know, why you're still alive? Because that's just as important sometimes as how do people look at you right here, right now? And does that really match the person that you really want to become? And when you have the end in sight, the one thing that you have to have is the forethought of yeah. saying, hey, if I want to do this, if I want to become this, what then do I need to do in order to make that an action? Right. You know, right. hey, at the end of the day. I want to get in my car and I want to go to Houston, Texas. My wife is over in that particular area. But what do I need to do before I even get there? I know the end goal yeah. is to get to her. But how do I prepare myself with the end in mind, knowing that I'm going to get to her as safely and securely as I need to? If I don't start making those steps, if I don't start thinking about what I need to do, right. like you said, if I don't start thinking about what I need to pack, what I need to have, all those things. You better have gas. I, I, doggone right. Yeah, because if you don't right have now. no gas, and if you have an electric car, you better make sure it's, it's charged, charged up. up. You're right. You understand? Because. The end goal, knowing that you got to get there and having that as a mindset coach is very important. But everything that I do prior to that helps me to achieve the end. Right, right. Let's go ahead and move on to that third um, sure. um, action right here, because I think that they go hand in hand. Once I formulate it mentally, then I have to get to this part right here. Yep. It says put first things first. It says you have to do what's important before doing least important things that it might be more fun don't procrastinate here we go i know for me and i'm and look if my wife is listening to this uh um she says that i procrastinate to the last minute and yes and guess what that has me doing <laughs> and, and you testify to the fact huh? right right <laughs> packing late can't find my shirt, where in the world are my socks, I don't know why in the world, but guess what, when we formulated this plan, if I would have went into a step-by-step -step action, yes, maybe it would have been a lot easier, but let me go ahead and tell you this, okay first and foremost, mentally, we have to have the goal, then we're going to have some things that are important mm -hmm. to do for this trip or this goal, and we have some things that are least important I get distracted. Let me go ahead and tell you one of the main things that distract me. My phone. Games mm. on my phone. Facebook. That have nothing to do. I can waste time watching TV. Um, knowing that that's not. That isn't me going toward my goal. See. I'm trying to get to independence. Mm -hmm. See. I'm dependent on this thing. Like, like people want to be seen as the adults. I, I kind of equate this to, to a mother and a son. You know what I'm saying? And you say, look, I'm trying to gain independence. Yes. That I can do this on my own. So guess what that go in and has my wife doing at this time? You need to go get your stuff packed. Mm. Or you know you need to go and do this. 
but I've been successful before, but literally I can't treat my goals like this. Yeah. I can treat see sometimes we actually treat things important things like we we treat non-important things. things. You, you understand? Mm-hmm. So this I, is just a trip. But what about your real goals? Are you distracted enough not to go ahead and get to your destination? Because if that's the case, then I'm trying to get to Texas, but I don't have no map. And I'm just going to drive aimlessly. And I'm just going to get there. I, I could be going in the wrong direction. Right. I'm going to My get GPS that. is off. Right. Do you understand? Oh, absolutely. So, so in it, I if I'm really serious about this, I have to put prioritize... The things that are going to be important. I have to make sure that I have enough money to get there. I got to make sure that I have a working vehicle to make the trip. Yes, sir. I have to make sure now that I got the vehicle that I have enough gas to get there. I have to make sure that I have shelter when I get there. I have to make sure that I am safe and in my action, just because you have a vehicle don't mean that I won't be broke on the side of the road and I have enough to go ahead and deal with that too. We have to make sure that the all is changed. Yes. We have to make sure because those are important things when you go on a long trip. But for some reason, we don't attack our own goals like this. What we do is we find ourselves climbing up a ladder and we get to the top of the ladder, and guess what? We on the wrong, we on the wrong building. I have a friend of mine, coach, that he often makes this statement because we travel uh, during the Grambling uh, football season. He said, "I said the very reason why we don't get on the road like we're supposed to at the certain time that we're supposed to get on the road is because we didn't do a very good job preparing ourselves. We right. were not prepared. You know, it said if we had we done what we were supposed to do, we wouldn't be here. If we'd have just taken care of the things that we needed to take Amen. care of, we'd have been on the road and headed to our destination. Yes. But because you know we lack having a toothbrush." Yes. Yes. That's why I got I got to go back in the house and get a dog on two, bro. Or buy one. Or buy or stop on the right. road. Right. I got to buy one because we didn't do what we were supposed to do. And I think the word, the Latin word for it, coach, is procrastinare. Mm. You know, when you procrastinate, you're yes. actually in a state of doing absolutely positively nothing that's going to get you to where you're absolutely trying to get to. Right. So you're in limbo. You're you're stuck right there when you could have been spending time getting ahead of yourself right. and saying, hey, let me make sure that I have my travel bag already packed. Let me make sure that I have this thing done. Because if I go ahead on and do this ahead of time, yes. guess what? I am not waiting until like, oh, by the way, you know, Tuesday, we're going to get on the road. I, I got to go get the oil change. I got to go do this. I've got to go do that. You, you waited. You wasted so much time until it cost you in the long run more because you wasted that much time. So now you're not prepared. You're full of anxiety. You can't have fun on the trip because of all of these other little things that you've allowed to become hindrance to you. And at the end of the day, 
You got to put first things first. You got to make sure that you're lining up things where they where they need to be lined up. It's just like waking up in the morning. If you wake up in the morning and you just throw on clothes and then, hey, I'm out the door and I'm going to work. Well, there's going to be a whole lot of people looking at you crazy. Right. Because right. wh- why? Because, well, you didn't take time to wash your face. You didn't make time, take time to make sure that you were clean and presentable. Right. You didn't shave that morning or whatever the case is. You didn't put first things first. And the one thing, Coach, that, again, Going back to the practice plan, I know that the very first thing we're going to do every single practice is stretch and do agilities. Why? Because I'm not going to shooting basketballs or running a football or doing anything, uh, you know, uh, jumping hurdles. Right. If I haven't warmed up the body. Right. Because it just doesn't make sense. And that's what we do. We'll go jump hurdles. We'll go try to run a full uh, 400. We'll go try to uh, shoot baskets and all that kind of stuff. And we've not warmed ourselves up. So you put the cart before the horse and you're wondering why this thing is out of order. Right. Many things are out of order because we just procrastinate. God knows I am a number one procrastinator, Coach. I, what, I really am. What we're talking about in these first three things is we're trying to gain dependence. Okay, we're trying to get away from dependence to independence. And if you don't have a plan, that means that you depended on somebody. somebody. That means if I don't have a mental plan, that means that I'm hoping that some I'm trying to live a life, a free life on my own free will, Mm -hmm. because truly the next stage is going to be called interdependence. See, interdependence deals with how we can go ahead and work together as a family coming together. But there is still one thing that we have to take care of, and it's called win-win. Yes. Now, can you go ahead and give me a little bit about this? Yes, sir. It says, think win-win. It says, uh, let me make sure I blow this up, Coach, because my eyes aren't quite what they used to be. There doesn't have to be a loser in the relationship. Aim to win for yourself while allowing others to win for themselves. Here we go. We have to understand that there are three things that we have to make sure in gaining these relationships. When we deal with relationships with people, we're trying to go ahead and understand that Nobody likes to lose, Coach. Nobody likes to lose. If they do, Coach, something is absolutely positively wrong. Right. We're looking for a situation that both individuals can be productive to form the relationship that they need to work together. See, because when you have a winner or a loser, you have spite. You end up having this inner, you say, well, it didn't really bother me. But guess what? Two years down the road, next week, oh, it it, it bothered them. It always comes back. You have to understand that there's a third option in this, and it's called no deal. Mm. The no deal item is saying we can't come to a decision where both of us can win-win. See, if I'm saying that you're going to lose and I'm going to win, I'm beating my chest, but this person has animosity from me because they feel like that they were taken or like like, like something didn't make sense for them for me to treat them fairly. Mm -hmm. And then I'm sitting over here like I told them, but did you really tell them? A person that loses are always trying to go ahead and find a way for the other person to lose as well. Yeah. Well, you said this and look what you're doing. So now we get into this this, this pointing finger thing. 
When I say the idea of no deal, saying that that's not a negative. We just can't come to terms with it right now. Mm -hmm. And where we are in the capacity we are right now, we can't come up with a solution that both of us win. And if we can't come to that, that, that conclusion, then it is a no deal situation. Instead of saying, well, one of us got to lose. No, no, nobody has to lose. And coach, the sad but honest truth is, is it's called a commonality. You got to come to a common point where you start thinking to yourself, what do I need to do to make sure that everything around me produces a winning mentality or winning attitude? Because at the end of the day, if the other person in the relationship loses, guess what? I lose as well. Even if I came out on top some kind of way, I lose. Why do I lose? I lose because this person, uh, their mentality now is different. Their hearts have turned a certain way. Their mindset is in a different place. They are in a losing mindset. And so I've got to figure out how do we reach that common goal of being able to to see everything around us win. Because if I'm the only one winning, that's a bad sign. Right. As a pastor, I'm legitimately saying this. As a pastor, if your pastor is driving the best vehicle that whatever company makes, they drive that vehicle. But everybody in the church has driving cars that have uh, bent up license plates and uh, their cars don't have, you know, good tires on them. They, they are living below where you're living. That's not a win-win right. because now everybody around you looks different. You're the only one that's looking prosperous. Right. The thing that you have to start thinking is how do I make everything around me grow? How do I make everything around me better? And one of the things that I, man, I'm not lying to you. When I was pastoring my first church coach, I made up my mind. You know what? Everybody here is going to win because it, it can't look good for me to have a vehicle and other people don't. Right. So what I did, coach, one day God spoke to me right up here up the road at, at the Nissan place, bought my car. And not even two weeks later, another person in the church had a car. Another person in the church had a car. Another one had one. And you're saying, well, why are you saying this, coach? Why are you saying this, uh, pastor? I said, why are you putting that out there? Because at the end of the day, it would look bad on my on the ministry that the Lord has blessed me with, look bad on the church, look bad on the religion as a whole. Everything else is broken down around me and I'm the only one living, excuse the term, high off the hog or I'm living fat or right. I'm living prosperous. Right. Everybody around you has to win. Otherwise, you're losing. Let me say this before we go ahead and move on to the next section. I've always heard parents tell me this whenever they're talking about their kid. Jimmy, don't listen to me. Now, a win-win situation is like, am I listening to this wrong? Don't both people supposed to listen to each other? I'm glad you said that, Coach. And, and please hold your thought because yes. I, I believe that's very important. I, to every one of us who are listening to this podcast, adult to a child, learn to listen 
to learn to listen with the ideal of understanding. Yes. Don't listen to respond because if you're just listening to respond, you go back to the first thing that we talked about. You're not being proactive. You're just being reactive. And that's not a good place to be. And you're always going to be in a complex place because all you're trying to do is listen so that you can have the one upsmanship. Yeah. And that's not what we need to do. And guess what? That's trying to win. Yes. And, and, and this other why, person why try, like, trying to lose uh, and, and, and somebody is, is, is going to be the loser. And since I'm the parent, you're going to be the loser. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to win, win. And that's depending about anything. Now, remember, we went from dependence to independence. And now we're going to interdependent. Yes. That means that all entities, all entities in, 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 in the family we're working as a unit. Yeah. We're working as a, a, a job. And, and, and how in the world are we all going to be successful? We're working together, together as individuals, but we all understand that our voices and our strengths are all needed to succeed. Now, what is this next one that we're going to have, Coach? It says, seek first to understand, then to be understood. I I am horrible in this, and I'm telling you, my wife is going to be clapping at this time right here. <laughs> I am horrible. I have to take moments for me to listen. Now, um, she had a, a, a situation. Um, even uh, Coach Clark can go ahead and tell you. I was listening to my wife. She was coming coming home. I felt like she needed to um, get some things off of her chest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, we were a little delayed dealing with our podcast because I knew she needed this moment just for me to listen. Yes. Not for me to go ahead and put in my take mm -hmm. or anything else like that. I think that a lot of times that I've made the mistake, because you got to understand that men are solvers. We want to solve the problem. Every problem. And, 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 and emotionally, uh, this female may not be trying to go ahead. She's just venting. But my brain is thinking, where can I fix this to almost <laughs> make her be quiet? Okay. But <laughs> yeah. in it, there are moments where you just have to be listener. And just like that thing said right there, can you read it one more time for him? Yes, sir. It says, seek first to understand, then to be understood. Here we go. I have to understand what she is saying. Not not understanding. It, it takes a little bit of listening to the story before the story is even revealed. Mm. A lot of times... What I would do is, this sounds like the same complaint that she go ahead and said last week. Like, I already know this story. No, this story could be different. I got to allow her to go ahead and get that out. And because in that, now, whenever she's going to get to the end of the story, and guess what she's going to say? What do you think I should do? Now... We're into that point where I can interject maybe something that. But if she does not actually say that, she's not looking for a solution. I right. would be so pre to give the answer of what in the world it is. Like, I can't stand my job. Guess what? A guy be like, you need to quit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like wait, 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 wait a minute. She's just complaining about the emotional drain that she's having from this. If that was the answer, she would have made that answer already. She's just needing to vent this out. Mm -hmm. And then once she gets everything out, she will ask if she needs it. She was going to ask you for some 
intellect or mm-hmm. some form of solutions because she's telling you to get to that point. But if you if you go ahead and give it too fast, she's going to reject it. And uh, as you were talking, Coach, the one thing that crossed my mind was the movie White Men Can't Jump. Right. And there was a portion in the movie where Rosie Perez and uh, Woody Harrison are having this dialogue. And she was talking about being thirsty. So, you know, he basically went up and, and got her some water. Because it is innate in men that if you say that this is what you're dealing with, bam, I got to go fix that thing. Right. You know, let's go and do it. And we're talking from male points of view right. as far as, you know, when it comes down to it. So, you know, he gets up, he goes to get the water. And she said, no, nah, I'm not really thirsty. Right. You know, in other words, I really just need you to hear and I need you to feel what I am going through at this giving moment. I need you to have an understanding of the circumstance that I am actually dealing with. I give you Bible real quick. When Jesus says, I thirst, every person who hears that term can instantaneously go back to a moment where their mouth was like cotton. Right. You know, that. Right. Dry. Right. You know, your mind will allow you to, because at that point, you're at a point where you're willing to be understood and to be understanding of the situation. So it's not necessarily fixing it. It's just giving room for the person to be able to have an opportunity to tell you, hey, this is how I'm feeling. This is the weight of the world that's on my shoulders right now. Now that you feel what I am going through, we can walk through this thing hand in hand and we can walk through it together. Now, here's another thing. Here's a key to every man, especially those of you who are married men. You got to be careful because if you don't put yourself in a position to understand, guess what? There is somebody who will understand. understand. Right. So you got to be willing to put yourself in a position to step back, open up your mind. Right. Don't cut them off. Let them have that moment to talk because by nature, women process things by talking. And if you cut that off, you've taken their legs out from under them. So if you want to understand, be understanding. If you if you want to be understood, you got to take time to allow whatever another individual is going through to sit on you for a little while. Yes. And yes. then, hey, you may have, have to even ask the question, is this one of these conversations where I need to listen or do I need to be able to respond? Right. Because sometimes it's not a bad thing to be able to, to throw that out there like, hey, what do you want at the end of it? I just need you to listen. Right. Bam. Bam. We've solidified this problem. It, and I know it's, And that goes back to understanding. Right. You know, hey, we know what we got to do in this situation. So I'm saying all this to say is that you got to put yourself in a position where you must be the one who's willing to take the step back and understand the brevity or uh, the length of whatever it is that a person may be going through so that you can feel what they're going through at that time. Let me go ahead and tell you this, coach. We go ahead and move to this next one here. And um, it's going to be called Synergy. Mm. Or yeah, like, yeah. like 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 that's 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 in my understanding synergy. And we're saying, what in the world could synergy be, and why, and how can this help me with my interdependence? You know what I'm saying? 
Can you read that one for me, Coach? Yes, sir. It says you can go farther and faster with help of others than you can go alone. This is how I equate this in example. You have one piece of wood. Now, that one piece of wood is pretty strong. If you take the same piece of wood and put it on top of that one piece of wood, you are a hundred percent stronger than you are by yourself. Mm. And you keep on stacking these pieces of wood. See, because separate, they're weak. Yeah. But together, yeah, they become synergized. They become invoked this strength once all pieces are win-winning mm-hmm. are being listened to and understood and working in the same direction see we got to get ourselves right first then we got to understand our partner then we got to go ahead and stack on top of each other to make sure now these are hints for for not just the young, but for the old, old as, well. as well. Oh, absolutely. Because now we understand of how can friends, how can friends actually help me to become stronger? Well, I got to go ahead and find individuals that are strength like me. Yes, sir. I cannot find somebody that's weak. I cannot go ahead and find that somebody that I'm calling a loser that I'm going to putting down. I got to find somebody that actually strengthens me as well as a supportive a, a supportive system that I synergize. Mm-hmm. That means externally and internally motivated. Yes, sir. To keep on moving. Now, coach, this word in itself I like like it's even fun just to go ahead and say out loud. You, you, yeah. you know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, uh, synergize. Well, you know what I'm saying? You're like, I, I, I don't understand that. But again, that once you have a supportive person that you know you're coming with your hundred and that person coming with their hundred and you're on the same path and the same energy, mm-hmm. man, it ain't nothing like it, man. It ain't nothing like it. And I'm going to tell you this, you know, you got to understand that once you find that piece of love, and I'm going to say this, love you, I'm by young, because you go ahead and make me better every day. You know, I don't say that enough. Uh, but she's made me stronger. Sometimes we don't go in and see strength in 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 somebody that look. I'm I'm 300 pounds plus. Yeah, my wife is like 120 pounds, but she strengthens me. Yes. Do you understand? Oh, absolutely. And, 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 and in it, like, like we're getting into that mode of, of man, I'm into that interdependent myself. It's like I always wanted to win, just like we talked about this thing before. But now, let me go ahead and tell you, we, we're speaking a different language in relationships that we couldn't speak whenever we were in the tender years. Mm. And and, 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 yes. and and not to say that it's still not difficult to understand each other, but then it has taken years, me being married 20 years, and I still get things wrong. But when I get them right, mm. that's right. It's right. It's right. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 you know, that's one of the things that I think that people don't realize is that partnership helps you to go a long way. Having somebody who shares the same energy 
that you share, has the same motivation that you share, and sometimes can have a greater motivation and helps you to become greater motivated, which is what you were just talking about a moment ago and how, you know, your wife makes you so much better. And I think all of our wives uh, make us better human beings, make us make us better persons, make us a little bit more cognizant. And it's because they help us to build on certain aspects of certain things that we don't necessarily all the time see in ourselves. And when you have that person who sees greater in you and when you can look at them and there's there's a sense of refreshment just being around them because their energy takes your energy to another level. And when they see you, it does the same thing for them. You can't help but to achieve great things because now we're having the same commonalities. We're pushing each other to this greatness. And when you have that, that's a wonderful thing to see work. Let me tell you this. This is something I had to come to the conclusion of is men are looking for the love from their mothers and women are looking for the love of their fathers. Individuals that have sacrificed everything in their lives for them exclusively. Mm -hmm. This cannot be placed upon a mate to begin with. Of treating someone that have gone ahead and love you from sight. Because the ideas of love has to grow. And now we're getting to that point of this woman actually helps and supports me more than even my mother used to. Wow. Yes. Now. Like that wasn't going to happen in year three. That wasn't going to happen. Like, like I'm willing to drop everything that I have, like what her father would have done and even go above and beyond Beyond and say, I'm not going to go ahead and reprimand you. Here we go. We in this thing together. Together. You know, and coach, you know, I haven't been there yet as long as you have. I'm only uh, eight years in, in the month of May eight years but in that eight year time span coach i've seen i've seen everything that you could possibly see and in that time span it has helped me to grow uh in so many ways to become a better individual and because i have you know my wife in my life it has helped me to see my fallacies Things that I would have never admitted, you know, eight years ago that I had, that I'm a hothead, that sometimes I overreact, that, you know, all of those things. It took having her in my life. And guess what? From um, being studious, being on point about things, she helps me with all of those things. Because now I can say, you know what, man, I can put this plan together and we can go with it. We can go. You know, because... I'm able to do that. And I'm like you from the standpoint of knowing that I will go beyond whatever it is to make sure that she is protected, that she is taken care of and that she is loved. Right. right. I will go beyond that. And I, and I think our loves are, you know, different than that of a parent for their children, you know, because now we're intimately woven together from a spiritual soul standpoint. We're getting into the last one of the seven, ladies and gentlemen. And the seventh one is going to be sharpen the soul. Yes, sir. Can you read for that? Yes, sir. Sharpen the soul. Your mind and your, uh, I guess, uh, I'm not sure. I guess it would be soul. Both are both of you. You have to take care of yourself physically to do your best mentally. Let me go ahead and tell you this. 
Oh, that was body. That should have been mine and your body. My bad. I I, I equate this example like this, Clark. What if you saw a man, he's chopping a tree down. Mm -hmm. And he's chopping a tree down with a dull axe. Or even a saw. Yeah. And I go over to him and he says... I have to cut this tree down. I don't have time to sharpen the saw. It's going to take me six hours to, to, to actually saw the, um, the tree or chop down the tree. But if you take an hour to sharpen the saw, you can saw through it in less time. <laughs> Let me go in and tell you there's four things that you always need to work on. And I'm... I'm giving a testament to you, but I'm giving a testament to myself. The first thing is you need to go ahead and and deal with your own health. Yeah. You need to go ahead and put out times that you go ahead and deal with your own health. And we need to go ahead and make sure we deal with this health like right now. Because we can go ahead and head off something that 30 years down the line that we can't go ahead and deal with. We have to deal with our health and making sure every day that we're doing something physical enough to go ahead and deal with that because if we don't take care of that it's going to take care of us we need to sharpen the god dog um salt Salt. right there Mm -hmm. the next thing you need to go ahead and come to a state of more spirituality something to go ahead and put your mind your body and your soul a spirituality to go ahead and actually become a stronger spiritual sense coming closer to god or closer to whatever means you go ahead and have a meditation Buddha. I don't care what it is but you have to understand that there is something higher than yourself you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you have to sharpen your sword to gain knowledge of that. The third thing is you need to make sure cognitively that we are constantly learning something that's a big one because if we're not reading, if we're if if that is the best thing that this that this podcast have gone ahead and done for me is I am constantly reading and I'm constantly in search of things that can not only help me but help my listeners as well. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And and in it, we have to make sure that that all of these things, your mental state. And your body, your spirituality, your physical, your learning of what in the world you have. And then we have to make sure that our goals are still in check. Yes. And if the plan is not working, guess what you need to do? Change the plan. You need to change the plan. Because some people say, well, God, I wanted to be an astronaut. Well, what happened? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I mean, now you're working at Dennis. Right. Okay. How, how did you go from how, wanting to fly how, the plane to having right. culinary skills? So we have to make sure that we sharpen our skills and sharpen it. But guess what? We're all out there in proverbial with that dull god dog on salt or that dull axe. And we just saying, I don't have time to do these things. I'm working too hard to work out. I'm work I'm, I'm I don't have enough time to read a book. I don't have enough time to go ahead and spend time with God. I don't have time to go ahead and look at the plan and make sure that I'm on the same god dog road for, for this map because time is the it, it makes us human yeah 
because we all understand one thing. We're going to run out of time. time. You might not run out of money. Yeah. You might not run out of love. But you will. But you're going to run out of time. That's what makes us human. Mm. And coach, you know, to to just add to that, and you talked about that dull song. There's a passage of scripture that says, uh, as one man uh, uh, sharpens another one, you know, iron sharpens iron, as one man sharpens another one. There's a reason why we must keep our uh, instruments and tools always sharp, because the first time that we don't, that is the time that we are taken over by the enemy. Yes. And that's what we never want to see happen to any of us. You know, we don't want the enemy to take over. I just left a doctor's appointment today. And, you know, thankful to God so far, everything that she was able to see has turned out to be a favorable report. There's still some things like you talked about. I have to do to make sure that this old body of mine just doesn't break down. Right. You know, at the end of the day. I have to be more cognizant of the fact that my body has to, you know, be taken care of and I have to do a better job of that. Well, what what, what are we really trying to allude to that at some point you got to make sure that all of your tools that are in your box are very capable of handling the job that you're going on. Right. Because it's going to take you longer to get to your end goal if your saw is not sharp. Let me go ahead and tell you this, Coach. Um, I'm hoping that folks out there found insight in all of these. Can you go ahead and read all seven of them sure again? Thing. And hopefully um, that you can, whenever, hopefully you didn't miss anything uh, and, and just rewind back to that one and just say, hey, you know what? I need to go over this again in my life. Yes. Go ahead and, and, go. And, and those seven are, number one, be proactive. Number two, begin with the end in mind. Number three, put first things first. Number four, think win-win. Number five, seek first to understand, then to be understood. Number six, was synergy. And the last one, number seven, sharpen the saw. Most definitely. Uh, we have made it to the point of it is the we word, have made it of, to the word the of the day. Brought to you by feel good not just for today for a lifetime and coach claw it's on you change 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 is inevitable and it will happen in all of our lives uh as sure as you live as sure as you breathe the minute that you wake up, things begin to change around you. I can remember growing up uh, having a rotary dial phone. And now you have phones that you don't even need a card to actually make uh, a call on. What am I trying to say? Change is inevitable. And if change is inevitable and everything else that happens, what about the changes in our lives? What do we need to change to be the most efficient human beings that we can possibly be on this side? What can we do that's going to make us absolutely the best person that we can be? And I find out that so many people are bitter 
Not because they have to be bitter. They're bitter because they're not willing to make the necessary corrections in their lives to be the best person that they can be. They don't want to take that time to stop and say, well, maybe if I would just scoop a little bit of this hatred out, if I scoop a little bit of this jealousy out, if I scoop a little bit of this envy out and pour out of these unnecessary things and fill these areas with a little bit more love, with a little bit more joy, with a little bit more understanding. That can make me and everything else around me so much better. So what I'm saying to every person today in my word of the day is be willing to make changes. Changes are not bad. They're actually good and they're absolutely necessary because if you will allow yourself to be changed, then you can change the generation around you. Amen. I start off with a story that my son told me coming from practice today. He says, Dad, today was a run fun day for <laughs> for um, baseball. Coach has been noticing character flaws on his team that it's a bad culture. Individuals not going to class. Individuals getting trouble in the hall. Receiving KRs that is like a detention slip for bad behavior. Mm -hmm. And he says, we're going to correct it because we're going to be better. And I love that idea of being better. My son got into the car and he says, I didn't have any grade issues i didn't get any chaos i didn't i didn't i really was running because everybody else had it but but i had to run too because the team had to run mm. and i said son he spoke the truth we're gonna be better i said son do you think that once you was running were you actually getting better when you were running did you go ahead and gain a little bit more wind that you didn't have? Did you gain anything from that running? Yes. So you left being better too. We're put in situations that sometimes you're not at fault, but you still need to be better. Mm. Do you think that somebody driving down the road that they wanted to be in an accident? Do you think things come at us and we got to figure out how can we be better? Mm -hmm. Because if we can't, if we only look at ourselves and say, look at what they're doing. I didn't do none of that. You will never understand the true lesson about getting better. I don't care if you're in immaculate health or you look like you're in immaculate health. We can all be better. There is something that we all can do. There is something that sometimes we even have to be forced into just to be better. But we keep on looking to the side and like, but I'm not as bad as them. Mm -hmm. Well, they out of shape, or, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't that bad. Until you're forced into it and we're all in the same doctor's office at the same time. Yeah. And guess what? That doctor's going to say, you got to be better. Yeah. 
I tell you this because I have to focus on certain things that are happening to me. I need to make sure that I kick my own self in the butt. And as I'm giving advice to my son to say, you got better today, even though he didn't see it, there are opportunities for me to get better today. Mm. So everyone out there, find a way to be better today. You got anything else, Coach, that you want to go in here? I mean, Coach, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. And getting better means that making those changes are necessary. Don't sit back and think that I have uh, time because time waits on no man. And we just read to you earlier today that, you know, you got to stop procrastinating. Yeah. You know, we all do. I, I You know, I'm 44 years old, and I want to live to be, you know, 84 years old. But I got to stop procrastinating. I, you know, I got to put some things in the proper perspective to be better. And you know what? You don't see it all the time because we, we've gone and worked out, and you don't see results right away. Right. But if you keep putting in the work, eventually the results will come. Make sure the destination is 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 going in the direction you have it. And I'm setting up the mental goal, and I'm setting up the physical steps to go ahead and do it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to us. And whenever time you have opportunity, make sure that you click follow and share our podcast out Um Believe me, I definitely enjoy uh, every day that I have spending with old coach and uh, just being back in this thing. But always remember, good luck and Godspeed. Community. This is game time. Family. It's game time. Awareness. There are moments when game time gets serious. And always remember, good luck and Godspeed and Godspeed and Godspeed.